Blog Talk Radio. to be our second interview in a series of interviews that we did Sunday for the American Cancer Society. As we've talked about a million times, we did a charity run Sunday or a charity telethon to try to raise money for the uh, American Cancer Society. So today's interview is going to be with Jenna Leanwall from the American Cancer Society. And I hope I got your name right because uh, I butcher last names in the worst way, which I should probably take a little more time and figure out what people's names are because Everybody butchers my name, and it drives me crazy. So uh, this is going to be Jenna Leanwall, and she's going to be discussing what the American Cancer Society does and when you do donate money, where some of that money goes and who that money helps. So without further ado, here's Jenna. There with us. How you doing, Jen? Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Yay, I can hear her. Can I call you Jenna or Jen? Um, name's Jenna. Je- Jenna's good. My mom calls me Jen, so whatever you guys oh. are feeling. I'll go with Jenna. So, Jenna, thank you so much for coming on, number one, and uh, being a part of the telethon. And then, number two, for giving us so much support as we try to raise money for this. Uh, that's the other thing I noticed is, hold on one second. I'm going to change this setting up a little bit. There we go. That's a little better. Um, and thank you for giving us so much support as we go along and try to raise money for you guys. I know you sent us out a bag recently with a, a mug, so that was great. Guys, I love your shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we had to make sure we wore them today. We got to represent. I was just I talking a little while ago before you came out about yes, she's got hers on too. how I need to lose some weight because I'm like <laughs> so stuffed into this thing right now. I feel like a sausage. Um, but uh, yeah, can you give us a little idea of exactly what the American Cancer Society does? I definitely can. Um, thank you guys for having me on, and thank you for doing this. This is the best, greatest idea, so we appreciate you um, and everyone that's listening. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know what the American Cancer Society does, um, our mission is save lives, celebrate lives, and lead the fight for a world without cancer. Um, so I think, like you guys mentioned, a lot of people know us for our research. Um, that's definitely a big part of what we do. Um, we are the second largest funder of cancer research, second only to the federal government. Um, 47 of um, the research studies that we funded, those researchers have gone on to win Nobel Prizes. So I think that's one of the reasons why research is one of the things people know us for. Um, But Danny, like you said, 
we do a ton of awesome stuff locally in the community for people that are touched by cancer. Um, so I can kind of go through some of those, but you have like the best feel. You did such a good intro to that. Um, but yeah, so I think something super accessible to anybody, no matter where you are, is our Cancer, cancer Information Center. Um, so we have cancer.org. Um, so if you don't want to call us and you just want to look things up, really anything you can think of can be found there. So that's screening guidelines, what age you should get screened for any type of cancer, um, it's symptoms, it's um, information on uh, different uh, treatments that you can get, it, where you can get a wig, anything you can really think of, along with um, all of our different local fundraising events that you can get involved in. Um, so all of that can be found on our website, but then we also have a 1-800 number that you can reach 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and the people on the other end of the phone are trained to get you to the right person to speak to. Um, so that's anything you can think of. It's for cancer patients. It's for caregivers. It's people who want to know, um, I just got diagnosed. What do I do next? Um, what do I, where do I go for emotional support? Um, how do I get a ride to treatment? Um, how do I afford my treatment? So um, we're really just a one-stop shop for whatever you need to know about your cancer journey. Um, we also have a number of awesome uh, programs in the community. We have our Road to Recovery program, with, which I know you guys touched on a little bit, but it's literally volunteer-driven. So we have volunteers that drive. Um, cancer patients to and from treatment. I think, like you said, that's something that you don't necessarily realize is even necessary until it's you. Um, right. Yeah, whether it's you don't have a license or you don't have a car or the reason that you can't drive is because of your treatment. Um, these, we have a whole network of people that can uh, drive you to and from your treatment. Um, and a lot of those people are cancer survivors as well. So it's it's a great way to bond with other people over your experience. Um, we also have our Hope Lodge, which may have been what you were talking about, Danny. I'm not sure um, in your specific community, but Hope Lodge is a place where cancer patients and their families can stay completely for free when they're going through treatment. Um, and so I'm in Chicago, and that's a big hub for hospitals. So people come from all over the world to Chicago. Where are they going to stay? Um, so... In, in our per particular city, we don't have a Hope Lodge, but we have hotel partners that we work with for a very similar program where people can stay either free or reduced at downtown Chicago hotels. I know it's similar in other metropolitan areas, um, but Hope Lodge is great. Um, like you said, volunteers come and make breakfast, um, do have game nights, all that fun stuff, and it's a great way to bond with other people who are going through something similar to what you're going through. Um, yeah. so yeah, if you're looking to donate your time, like you want to be a driver, you want to go and do one of these things, how do people get a hold of somebody to go and get involved in something like that? Yeah, awesome question. Um, probably the easiest way is to go to cancer.org. We have a whole volunteer page um, that can tell you how to get involved in any of the opportunities that I just mentioned, um, but also how to join some of our local fundraising events. Um, I think that's a really awesome, fun way to be part of um, a community of other survivors and other caregivers. Um, I'm, maybe you guys have heard of some of our local ones, but we have Relay for Life, which is all over the country. We have Making Strides Against Breast Cancer in October. Um, and then most of our chapters have their own other um, events that are unique to their community. But that's we are always looking for event volunteers and event committee volunteers that can help, help us fundraise and help us get the word out there. 
Um, but yeah, of course, we always need volunteers at Hope Lodges and definitely Road to Recovery drivers. So if you just go to cancer.org um, and click the volunteer tab, all that information is there. Um, or like I said, our 1-800 number, I never said what the 1-800 number is. So it's probably <laughs> Get that in there for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's 1-800-227-2345. Um, and like I said, that's 24 seven, um, that you guys can reach that. Yeah. Now we, I mean, we knew about you guys before our run Disney event, but obviously we're doing this now to, to raise money for our run for the wine and dine. How long has the American Cancer Society been involved with Disney under the run Disney moniker? Wow. Great question. This is our first year. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. That's one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this. So Wine and Dine, so we're doing all four races, starting with Wine and Dine. So after that, we're doing Walt Disney World Marathon. Um, we're doing Princess, and then we're doing Star Wars in April. So we're doing all four. Um, but this is, so Team Determination, which is what you guys are running through, um, and that information is also on our website. Essentially what it is, is you can, it's a way to make your miles more meaningful if you're a runner or even if you're not an endurance athlete and you want to be an endurance athlete, um, it's, it's an awesome way to join a community of people who are looking to make a difference. Um, and you get set up with a fundraising page and you can raise money through the, for the American Cancer Society through your race. Um, so we have done determination program has been around for years. We do races all over the country and we also do them internationally. We do London marathon and the Berlin marathon. So we're no stranger to the concept, but Disney is brand new for us. Um, so we are super excited about that. There's a lot of other really awesome organizations you can fundraise for that are involved this year. Um, so yeah, we're, we're just excited to see where it brings us. It's definitely one of the more fun races. <laughs> That's awesome. And you are probably particularly excited about it because you have a history with Disney. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? I would love to. Yeah. So, um, I am so excited you're working on this. So I have a Disney family. They're a lot like you guys, definitely huge Disney nerds um, in the best way possible, and I used to work at Disney World myself. Um, I was a character attendant for a little bit, so like your character bodyguard, essentially, and then I also worked for services for guests with disabilities um, down in Walt Disney World, so I love that. I miss it very much, so this is like the perfect way to combine the two things that I love, fundraising and Disney, so just feel very lucky. <laughs> yeah, awesome. we have a ton of CMs in our group, and that's the one amazing thing is, I, I know it's not the greatest paying job, but they all seem to, like, truly love it. They love the experience. They love seeing the people and helping, you know, the guests. So it's it, it's an amazing organization. Disney's just, I guess that's why we're so into it, because you know, it's just so amazing. <laughs> it is, and we, we, I mean, you're part of our group now, so we have all of these amazing people in our group. So many good friends. Um, it's just, it's a really special community of people. It is. No, it's like nothing else. And it's hard to explain it to people that aren't part of it. They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they all think we're nuts. <laughs> we might be a little nuts. We might though. be a little bit. <laughs> now, are you doing any running yourself? Um, so I am not running in this race. My, so I have a twin sister, and she's running in it, actually. Oh, cool. And so you guys got to meet her. She loves Disney as well. Um, so I'm not running in it because I have to do some managing and man our tent and things like that. Um, but I am thinking about running. One of my coworkers is going to be managing Princess, and so I was thinking about maybe running that one. Nice. That's oh, yeah. a popular one. <laughs> Princess is popular, right. yeah. 
one where I can wear the funnest outfit, most fun outfit. <laughs> well, I'm I'm big into the Star Wars, as you know, you can see behind me, everything in my podcast area is Star Wars. So that's one that we do every year. And um, we actually did a charity, was it a year ago? year and a half ago yeah uh, maybe two years ago two years ago yeah we ran for taps and that was also a really great experience so the problem with danny and i is the fact that we're lazy and we never sign up for these things on time so we did that with this wine and dine and um we wanted to make sure that if we did a charity that was a charity that we could stand behind so we didn't just want to go and pick one just because we needed to go and do a run so Danny did some research, saw you guys on there, and it was like a home run. Like, oh, yeah, I was done. As soon as I saw you guys were part of it, I was like, this is what we have to do, for sure. That is my heart. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Well, thank you for all you do. I mean, I can't say enough about your organization and just um, – I didn't realize I was going to get, like, choked up when I talked about it today, but it really – it made a difference for me. I have to ask you, too. We had some people commenting. You know, there's always some negativity that, that follows a charity around – and somebody was commenting that they don't do a lot for kids, which we know personally is not true. So we kind of want to ask you, like, what do they do for kids that are struggling with cancer, even kids that have uh, parents that are struggling with cancer? No, that's a really great question, because um, I think there are so many specific to children's cancer charities out there, um, which obviously we are not. We are all cancers. Um, we absolutely serve children as well. Um, a chunk of our cancer research goes to pediatric cancer every single year. I don't have an exact statistic on me on that, but for sure it's on our website. Um, we do education in schools about cancer treatment. Um, we have can, we can connect families to support groups for children um, whose parents are um, struggling with cancer. So. No, I don't think we're known in the community for pediatric cancer the way that some other organizations are, but we partner with, like, local children's hospitals. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we're attacking cancer, cancer from every angle, so we don't just shine out that one specific cancer, but it's definitely something that we're ab absolutely focusing on um, because we are all cancers and not just one specific one. Yeah, well, and I, I mean, I think that's something that's really great about your organization. I can say we don't have the Hope Lodge that you were talking about, but we have um, what they call the Hope Club, and it's okay. a community center. So it's, you know, it's open during the day, and they have all of these different rooms with, like, couches, and they have, um, like, a room for nursing mothers and all of these different things, but they also have this huge room that is just dedicated to children. So it has... Um, books and toys and games and they actually allow the children to paint murals on the walls and the ceiling tiles and I mean it's just it's a really really cool space for them and they do all kinds of stuff for kids there I mean they have programs for kids who have cancer they have programs for kids whose loved ones have cancer um, and I just I never took advantage of that uh, for my daughter because we actually didn't tell her that I had cancer she found out by accident <laughs> which was a whole other story um, but I, I can imagine that um, you know, it would have been really beneficial to her if she you know was having trouble coping with that as I was going through everything. And, and looking back, I kind of wish I had taken advantage of it. Well, yeah, that's the one tough thing is when when cancer hits a family, uh, you don't really know who to turn to and, uh, right. and what to do. So we were you know we were kind of blind spot sided. But for me personally, when we when we did have the thyroid cancer group that you went to, mm -hmm. it was a big help for me to hear like other people that were going through and what they had to deal with. And to give me a better understanding of what my wife was going through, because you know, sometimes you don't want to be bulky. You, you kind of want to hide it and yeah. uh, deal it on your own. So it really helped me quite a bit as a husband and as a father to, 
get our family through this whole. I mean, we're still dealing we're, with it now. We will but, be. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it is a big help. It's it's a, an incredible organization, and uh, we're really proud to be. De- getting money to uh, yeah for something that means so much to us and not only that but we have tons of friends who have been touched by cancer um rudy i probably told you jenna he uh, recently lost a very close cousin um just a few months back um we have several members of our group who have um recently completed treatment or going through treatment um it touches everybody yeah i mean i think that's something that I always find when I'm out in the community or talking to our fundraisers, like one in three people will be affected by, will be diagnosed with cancer in a lifetime, right? So it's going to be really hard to find someone that is has never been affected whatsoever. Um, I think once you talk to people, yeah, it's crazy because it's not something that people always necessarily openly want to talk about. But once you're out there, you know, representing the American Cancer Society, people come up and tell you their stories. And it's amazing. Like it affects so many people. Um, yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really snowballed for us recently. Like, we had such a long period of time where we really didn't have a lot of family members that had it, or friends that had to no. deal with it. And, like, out of the blue, it just seemed to be hitting everybody. We had a friend of ours in her early 30s that had to get a double mastectomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, what Danny had to deal with, my cousin passed away from it. So, it, like, it hit us so much in a short period of time that uh, it really opened our eyes to what this disease is all about. And you know, pushed us towards these charity type things to go and raise money to, to help people out and deal with these things. For sure. Oh, my, my daughter also had a question as well. Oh, did she? Yes. <laughs> I promised her I'd give everybody one question, or I'd give my daughter one question for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, she wanted to know, um, and maybe you don't know this, but she wanted to know how much money does the American Cancer Society raise yearly on average? Oh, man. I'll throw you right under the bus on that <laughs> one. You're throwing me under the bus. I don't know. Um, wow. I don't know the answer to that. I can get it for us. <laughs> I'm unprepared. I'll give that to her later. Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for my daughter to ask, like, little silly questions. And she comes out with, like, these, like, mind benders yeah. for everybody. I'm like, oh, boy, they're going to crack the little Oh, my gosh. I can find out for you guys and I can put it in the chat. How about that after? Yeah, that'd be great. That would be awesome. And we're really like, uh, I believe we have to, we have to raise $4,000 for the wine and dine race. Yeah, um, between the two of us. We really want to go way above that. Yeah, so, we uh, we're not just pushing to hit 4,000. We're looking to go above and beyond and we're going to be doing this telethon. Obviously we're doing it now <laughs> a couple more hours yet. A few. Um, but then we also do a lot of fundraising locally. We have a, a local business called Glen Peter that allows us to go in there and do some charity drives. And uh, it, it really is our goal to raise at least five, six, seven thousand. Yeah. So, uh, this charity means a lot to us. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for giving us a little info and, and helping oh. us along in our little journey here. No, absolutely. And the one other thing I'm realizing I forgot to mention is if anybody is has been diagnosed recently or is going to a cancer treatment center or a hospital, we also have our patient navigator program. So people should check to see if that's something that happens at their hospital. Um, But we actually have American Cancer Society um, staff members that are, instead of stationed in an ACS office, they're in the hospital. They have an office in the hospital and those people's job is when you hear, you know, the scary words, you have cancer, like that's a person that you can go to as a familiar face who can in person kind of um, help with those barriers to treatment and they can tell you what you can do financially with your insurance and they can kind of be the liaison 
um, to the different services that the American Cancer Society has that people might not know about. Um, so that's something really, really cool that I know, um, at least in a lot of the metropolitan areas, they definitely have it in the hospitals. I know we have it in a bunch of our hospitals. You guys are in New York. I think I'm sure that there's a ton there as well. Um, so that's something else that people can definitely check out. That's awesome. Like, I didn't even realize, even with my involvement with ACS, like, I didn't even realize how many services you provide. So yeah. this is really, I think this is really helpful, not just for us, but for everyone who's listening to hear, you know, where this money that we're raising is actually going and all of the incredible life-touching services that you provide. It's not just going into some void somewhere. Like, this money is actually going to help individuals who are dealing with this. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. The ACS does so many cool things in the community, and um, we have our Look Good Feel Better program where we partner with another organization. Um, and if you're going through treatment, it teaches you like um, how it gives you like a wig fitting and teaches you how to put on your makeup and gives you like a whole package of goodies that you can use um, just to help you feel better about yourself when you're going through treatment because it's kind of that's a whole other separate challenge that I think that people don't talk about a lot is like what how it changes your appearance and like how to deal with that portion of it for sure yeah Gabby, awesome. Danielle's obviously with the uh the thyroid being removed she's on medication now for the rest of her life so uh -huh. uh, you get hit with that instant message of you have cancer and how you got to treat it right away but then you forget that these people have a lot of symptoms that are going to be lifelong issues that they need to learn how to deal with, whether it be, like you said, the hair, the makeup, or the pills. And uh, that, that's great that you have an organization that can actually help these people along and dealing with this type of stuff. Yeah. But we didn't want to keep Jenna on too long. We really appreciate the time you took. Because <laughs> well, you guys, you're actually out at a convention right now, correct? Yeah. So I'm in Indianapolis right now. So um, oh. we're on the same time zone, which I didn't realize until like an hour before this. So. <laughs> Almost it's just one hour difference in Indianapolis, right? Yeah, no, I'm I'm at the Young Nonprofit Professionals Conference in Indianapolis. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we really appreciate, you know, going out of your way to take your time to come on here. And, uh, of course. Yeah, let everybody know what the American Cancer Society does and how they help people. And if you could, could you go over a couple of the uh, social media things for us real quick before you go? Yeah. Um, so you, just what our social media pages are? Or Yes. Yeah, so um, if you go on Facebook, I feel like it's just at American Cancer Society on Facebook. Um, you can, we have a huge page, big following on there that you can check out. We're also on Instagram, also on Twitter. If you search us, we'll be the first thing that comes up under American <laughs> Cancer Society. Um, and then other than that, um, or if you want the specific handles, you can visit cancer.org. All that information is there. Um, and I don't know if you guys are putting this information out there, but you could give my email address out if you, if anyone has like individual questions, I'm totally happy to answer. Awesome. Yeah. Basically what we're going to do is we're going to cut all this audio up after the live feed and we're going to do a specific podcast for each individual that was on for interviews. So when we put your segment up, we will put all the information with websites and phone numbers so that people can, uh, get a hold of the American Cancer Society and see what they could do either to help or to see what they could do to help them. Yeah. Jenna, are there bibs still available for the wine and dine? So glad you asked. Um, yes. Um, we still, we only have half marathon bibs left, but yes, absolutely. So if anybody out there wants to run for the American Cancer Study for Disney Wine and Dine, we still have half marathon bibs. Um, we would love to have more people. It's going to be so fun. We're going to get together when we're down there. I'm excited to meet you guys in person. Um, yeah. 
it's it's an awesome, just meaningful experience. And I know sometimes people get a little nervous about the fundraising component of it, but I think um, in my experience, you would just be surprised how many people are willing to give just because it's something that we're all kind of affected by. Um, and yeah, fundraising seems scary, but I think as you guys probably realize doing this, like it can be so fun. So um, if yeah, you guys, we're having a blast with it. Yeah, if you guys are interested <laughs> out there, anyone that wants to join the team, you can reach out to me. Um, or if you're interested in any of the upcoming Disney races, um, we have bibs available for those as well. So um, I'm happy to talk to anyone that thinks that they might want to join or has questions. That's awesome, awesome Jenna. Well, I appreciate yeah. you coming on. And if anybody <laughs> does have interest in getting into a, the half marathon, I can't believe I'm running it. You can, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> we will definitely send them your way, and I will get those links up after the show. So uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank and, you uh, so much, Jenna. Thank you for we hope to talk to you again soon. Cool. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye, Jenna. Bye. She's awesome. So that was our interview with Jenna, and I'm going to just reiterate one more time. Make sure you get on there. Check out our link. It's on the Blog Talk Radio post. It's also in the Crazy for Disney group the crazy for Disney podcast page. If you look, you will find the link for our charity drive. We're well below our goal and uh, we really want to hit it. So we're really pushing it. And you're going to hear these interviews every other day. We'll probably do a live inter or a live show on Saturday night, just because we haven't done a live one in a while. This is like the lazy way out, but yeah, uh, we will get those other interviews up as well. I believe our next interview is going to be Terry Harding Jackson. That will be on Friday night. And Terry is, oh boy, she's done a little bit of everything. She's uh, been a puppeteer for Jim Henson, Imagineer for Walt Disney. She does pumpkin carving, regular carving. She does it all. So uh, that's a very interesting interview. You're not going to want to miss. So get on there. Donate money if you can. And we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, guys.